0: Fraser, what's your dream?
1: Sing it with me. Here we go. It's Batman season. It's Batman season. Oh, come and bring a friend. Because it's Batman season. Batman season. It's Batman season. Oh,
0: come. Batman season. Kia ora Welcome to another episode of Batman season. Sitting in front of me is my very good friend, Fraser Grew. How are you doing, bro? Bro. (laughs) I'm good. you good? (laughs) Mate, it's so... Oh. Thank you for coming. It's so all good, man. So Matt. good to have you here, dude. I can't believe you're you sitting in my lounge. There would be cereal. There's cereal, of huh? Of course. Well, so finally, the, the biggest thing I want to do with our guests is make sure they have a comfortable <laughs> experience. So, my um, first guest, Jake. He wanted some chemic coffee. Um, full disclosure, he didn't drink any of it at all until the end, so it was really cold. But, but <laughs> Fraser, when I messaged him, bro, what would you like to to eat or drink? He's like, can we incorporate cereal somehow? And so. I'm not going to lie, I feel like this is a real Fraser-esque type situation, idea. Stop. Was there a reason for the cereal? I'm addicted to cereal, bro. Okay. <laughs> I mean, I just had a big
1: cereal party, so I'm all about cereal, bro. That's, okay. That's who I am.
0: Is there yeah. literally nothing to it other than you being an <laughs> just, advocate for breakfast food? Three foods.
1: times a day. I've, this is my third bowl of cereal. Oh my yeah. gosh. <laughs> so what
0: did you just eat? I ate wee because
1: that is the great That's the goat of cereal. Oh yeah? That is the LeBron James, the
0: serial <laughs> controversial. There we go. I mean, I see on, well, there's a box <laughs> in front of you, of the weet the stat attack cards. As a kid, did you collect them?
1: No, never. Really? Because I didn't get into rugby until I started filming their dreams like two years ago, all the All Blacks. I, I didn't know anything about <laughs> rugby at all. Awesome. Oh, no, <laughs> weird. What,
0: where were you throughout all of I your time I don't childhood? know,
1: man. I just never was into rugby. I am very much into it now, but. Fair. Shame on me Shame on you bro
0: <laughs> Our nation's sport Oh wow So there's nothing Cereal is just you. Why are you advocating for cereal And just breakfast Well the thing is I say cereal like I eat multiple cereals I well, literally you did, you ate only, three today
1: I literally only eat Wee-Bix. It was three bowls of wee oh. So the, literally That's the only cereal I eat But the idea of cereal I just I'm so behind man oh, so I'll yeah. invest in it I'll Yeah
0: I'll back it Till the day I die Awesome. Well, Fraser, tell us about yourself, bro. Who are you? Whoosh. Who is Fraser Grew? Oh, that's, deep that's a deep question. It's a deep question.
1: I am someone that's chasing my dream. Come and on. I'm very lucky that that's my job. That awesome. That is what I get to do. So the answer now of, hey, what do you do? I kind of say I've chased my dream. And that is awesome. actually my job. It's insane. It's awesome, man. Come but on. I think film yeah. is my kind of thing. Um, Dreams as a whole is my life passion and the thing I feel God's called me to do, but film is the medium uh, that I have, I don't know whether I chose it or what, ever since I was seven years old, that's what somehow became my medium. I don't even know where it came from or why, Um, and now also writing a book, I guess that's kind of writing and film is kind of the ways that I hopefully will help the world dream. Awesome, and you
0: have a really amazing film initiative called 10,000 Dreams. Yes. And I, I hear you talking about your, your sort of life goal, life purpose mm-hmm. being dreams, and this is an amazing outlet where you actually go out and film a dream every single day. Yeah. Um, <laughs> what what
1: sparked that? Uh, so that was just a bet with a mate, bro, over a drink. Uh, I was <laughs> drinking a fluffy at the time Come on, because I didn't drink coffee five years ago. And basically I just did... Every day for one year, I'd film a different person saying what their dream in life is. I tried to get my mate Logan to do it, but he didn't want to do it. So (laughs) I did it. And somehow, 244 days in, I just felt a big prompting one night to turn it to 10,000 dreams because I thought 10,000 dreams sounded cool. Yeah. I didn't know how many years it was. I was like, yeah, it might be a few years, maybe three or four years or something. Changed it straight away. And that's when I realized it was 27 and a half years. Wow. Oh. It committed to <laughs> a quarter of my life <laughs> to yeah, basically literally. one dream every day. I'm on day seven one thousand seven hundred tomorrow. Wow. Seventeen percent through. And it's oh, almost gosh. been five years.
0: Wow. Does it not does it feel like you haven't even <laughs> chipped the tip of the iceberg? Yeah, when yet? you
1: start thinking about it like that, when you say seventeen percent, it's like, oh You serious when you say seventeen hundred days, you're like, Oh, yeah, I'm almost done. Mm. But I'm not it's my last day doing this will be April 25th, 2044, and wow. I'll be 50, and I'm 27, and I started in 2016. <laughs> oh, my goodness. <laughs> so it'll be three <laughs> decades at the end of it. But I've come to a point where I've realized it's not about getting to 10,000 dreams. It's That's about it. the journey of getting to 10,000 dreams. Yeah. So if I think too much about the end date, I just won't enjoy it at all. But That's it. Yeah, I'm just kind of like, just ignore it. It will come one day, you will finish it. And it'll probably be the saddest day of my life when I finish it. As much as there's times where I go, please, I just want to get this done. I'm so over this. Yeah. It will probably break me for like weeks when it's finished because I'll, it's so much of my identity now and who I am.
0: You will grieve it. And that's, it will be rough, man. Yeah. Yeah. Actually, even Jake had said it. um, He heard an amazing quote that said, it's not about the outcome, but it's about the process. Mm. And I guess for, for him in an American context, he was talking about, um, as an American, it's always about the outcome. What is the goal? What is the dream? But it's never about the process, but always about how fast you can get there. Yeah. Um, and not what you do. But when you get what you want or achieve the goal that you um, set out to do, you only remember the process. You don't actually remember the fact that you now have it. Yeah. And so that's amazing that when you get to, what, 2044, <laughs> um, you won't remember the fact that you finished. You'll remember the, the oh, amazing journey that though. The...
1: Yeah, bro.
0: Come on, bro. Yeah, I just had to cough. Subtle cough. Just, nice. just muted my mic. Awesome. Sorry, folks, you're going to hear me cough a little bit. <clears throat> We're being real today. I know, I'm starting to sniff now, too. Oh, <laughs> like, bro, do we need to go down the road for a little bit of a check? What's going on? What's going on? Well, Fraser, I just wanted to play um, a snippet from one of your dreams, and it was actually one of my dreams. Oh. And you, you filmed me a couple times, and yeah. you did a little compilation video of the different times that we filmed. Um, but I just wanted to play a snippet from it glasses are fogging up that's how that's how that's how spicy this one is i also want to start a podcast bad man season to educate people about who god really wants to be for them oh there it is there i it totally is. forgot you said that yeah bro and um here we are here we are bro i just <laughs> a year later. i just wanted to encourage you bro um in this moment i didn't, didn't even plan for this baby filler in a little tingling um just really want to encourage you that what you do actually brings alive dreams that god has placed on people's hearts that um the world has said Need to stay dead, but actually God calls them to life. Thank you, man. And so for the very fact that you go and ask people what are their dreams, it reignites actually a passion that God placed on their heart years ago that they never were able to outwork. But mm. here they are declaring into the atmosphere, saying, "Well, I feel tingles." am hey. um, saying that you know this is what God's called for me, and I'm going to follow Thank you, that. Man. I appreciate that so much, bro. Come on, um, <laughs> you know I un- I, un- I understand like NCA at the moment. Mm. Um, the idea that, you know, when you say an answer, there's an achieve level, merit level, excellence level. Um, so this is a very achieved level sentence I'm about to say, because it's not backed by anything. Mm. Um, but I, I heard in the, in the message one day that the power of your speech is very, it's very important. And actually, when you declare something into the atmosphere of something you want to do, a goal you have, um, there is a 25% more chance you will achieve it because you actually spoke mm. it out loud. And um, so I think it's very important what this project is for you, but also just declaring um, the dreams are on your heart and in your life. And so I think what you do um, really ignites, um, I guess, some motivation and inspiration to go forth and do what you feel called to do. So how sick is that?
1: Dude. And I think it's, I think it's something I don't, I probably won't even know the ripple. Yeah. And I, because I'm probably the person that thinks, oh, no one, does anyone even care about it? It's just even doing anything. Totally.
0: But it's only when people tell me that I'm like, oh, that's amazing to hear. Thank so you. So cool. <laughs> Man. Well, bro, what is, what is on your heart right now? As we're sitting here, as we're looking to each other's eyes and, and talking, thanks for the wink, <laughs> you know, what, what is currently on your heart right now?
1: Um... I think I'm at a point now where I'm almost anti-chasing your dreams. And I'll explain that. I'm basically like stop chasing your dreams, start chasing God. Wow. And I'm totally back in that sentence now. It's it's totally changed. When yeah. I started this, my dream was all about being a famous filmmaker and winning yeah. an Oscar at 23. Um now I genuinely just want to do what God's called me to do Come because on. He has opened up so many crazy doors and so I, so I actually um, started the year. I haven't told many people this. I um, I felt a prompting for a while. Okay, so I'll give a bit of context to it. I, you know, I've been doing this now for nearly five years. Yep. Ever since I was seven, I've been chasing my film dream. Um, I directed a feature film that came out in 2015 called Sirenia and it kind of bombed real big. I thought it'd get me into Hollywood and <laughs> did an at all. I thought it would make me an Oscar winning director. Not at all. And so there's been this whole process of going, I want to make my next film. I've got to get my next film off the ground for years. And then it got to the point where I'm like, oh my gosh, 10,000 Dreams is going to stop me from achieving my dream the great irony of this is that I won't actually live my dream and yeah. I had this negative attitude towards 10,000 10, dreams because it took all the time away that I should be putting into films and putting it into meeting people and filming their dreams and so I kind of had this big kind of thing coming to the end of last year where I'm like you know what screw it maybe I'll quit film maybe God's called me to be an author because I just got a book deal with Penguin to write a book on Congrats, by the way. Thank you, man. You say that just so casually, but that's (laughs) massive. That's big. Thank you, bro. Um, And I was kind of like, no, maybe God's called me to be an author. Film thing, it clearly hasn't worked out, you know? Um, And I kind of felt this prompting for a while to sacrifice my dream of Mm. film and go, you know what? I'll kill it. And if God wants it to happen, he'll do something. Yeah. And I was like, I kind of process it for a few months because it's a scary thing, you know, to kill a dream you've had since you're seven years old. And a few things I looked into. So I looked into uh, the passage, whatever it's called in the Bible, around <laughs> Jesus and the rich man. And he's the rich yes. man's like, "I've done everything great," and he's like, yep. "Cool, give away everything and follow me." And he's like, Ugh. "I went into that," and I'm like, "Oh, mm. is that me right now saying?" I'm too scared to give up my dream and follow God. Even the God saying, kill the dream, bro. Wow, yeah. Um, And then also I went into uh, Abraham and Isaac sacrificing his son. Um, Then we brought a zoo. There's a line of 30 seconds of courage. (laughs) I kind of looked into that. Uh, Then also the story of Veggie Tales, the founder of Veggie Tales, the Christian, all that. Oh, the whole Veggie Tales. The whole story. I read an autobiography about him. And then the other thing I went into was um, an author called Bob Goff, who's a pastor in America. He wrote a book called Dream Big. So these are things over a couple of months I all read into in process. And in February, I was having a very bad day and was like, I'm so over everything. <laughs> so I was like, I need to read a book or something that's going to kick my butt into gear. Yeah. And I saw this book from this author called Mark Batterson called All In. And it was all about how to be all in for God. And I'm like, oh, that sounds kind of fitting. And so, no jokes, within the first 82 pages, and you can actually check to see that I'm not lying about this. <laughs> Come on. There's a chapter on Abraham and Isaac. There's a chapter on Jesus and the rich man. There's a chapter on We Brought a Zoo and the quote, 30 Seconds of Courage. There's a chapter on Bob Goff, who is the author's mentor. And there's a chapter on um, Veggie Tales and why literally all the things that the last few months I'd processing within the first 82 pages. And I stopped the book and I was like, Oh my gosh. And then it went into a story about how there was a friend, a business friend of his was near bankruptcy and wrote out a contract with God and said, if you save my business, I will give a hundred percent of the profits away for the rest of my life. And God saved the business mm. and he's now given away more than a hundred million dollars. Wow. And I was like, I need to write a contract with God. <laughs> and I literally took a contract template and wrote it out, got Cameron McCarthy to sign it as a witness, and went, I'm going to kill my dream right now, and put it on paper. And exactly a month after that, I got the biggest film opportunity of my life to direct a film, which I can't talk about legally. Yeah, true at this point. But it's like a proper movie, and it's insane, and it's all God. And it came through 10,000 dreams and it was literally like, wow. Wow. Yeah. I killed the dream. So God's dream could take over. And I've now like, yep, I'm done. I'm done chasing my dream. God, you just tell me where you want me to go. The peace I feel is so much better than whenever I was feeling anxiety around chasing what I wanted. Um Long story. Don't know if it answered any of the questions, but I just bro, that was oh, wow. But I guess that kind of goes into what I'm feeling right now is I'm just hyped on God streams and it's totally changed the narrative of my book too. Of kind of yeah, because how cause long have you been writing? I've been this writing book? for like a year and yeah. very much. Up until a few months ago, it was very much around chase your dream, like yeah. be persistent. Now I'm like, the last chapter of the book's going to be like, stop chasing your dream. I changed my mind. You're <laughs> like, going to flip the script. Like my, my project's wrong. <laughs> chase God's dream. Like yeah. it's totally. Yeah. <clears throat>
0: Another cough there from Sam Bernard. Yeah, just not. I even held a finger <laughs> up to Fraser. Because um, you know, the idea is that we'll cut this stuff out, but I mean bro, I feel like just keep it in. No, this is a real I'm thing. just gonna reference it
1: every time. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> calling him out no.
0: every time. <laughs> Dang it. Um, bro, that's that's it. Matthew 6 33 says, But seek first his kingdom, yeah, and his righteousness, and all these things will be given to you as well. Yeah, come on, it's insane, bro. Wow, that's so cool, man. That's, it sounds like a massive process.
1: Yeah, I haven't yeah. told many people because I was, I was wrestling for a while whether I should ever tell someone about the contract or whether it's just between me, God, and mm. obviously Cam McCarthy who signed it as a witness. Um, <laughs> yes, that's the thing. <laughs> who just called before. Literally. <laughs> uh, literally called like seven minutes ago. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, but nah, I don't know. I've found a prompting now. It's in the book too. I talk about the contract because I just feel like Can't ignore it. Like it's Mm. totally been a God thing. And so many areas of my life too have come into place since sacrificing my dreams. Wow. And trusting them to God. Yeah. So where is the contract? It's on my wall. It's on your wall. I tap it every time I leave the room or come into the room. I tap it. Really? It's just become a habit. Like, I didn't start it because I was, like, superstitious. It's just become a habit of, like, reminding mm. me every time I touch it, basically. It's like a daily affirmation. I feel awkward if I leave the room and forget. I'll run back and tap it. It's become OCD on? now, totally. But, <laughs> but it, I don't know. For some reason, it reminds me of, mm.
0: yeah, this is for God, not for you. Wow. Come on. That's, that's very, it's a humble, humble move. That's amazing. <laughs>
1: Took years to get to that point though, so I'm not acting yeah. like I was always like this. Like no way, you're just a normal February, dude, bro. I was yeah. like, hell no. If yep. I sacrifice my dreams, it's not going to happen, and yep. I'm going to regret it my whole life. And God's not going to, you know, it's not going to mm. come true. And then you realize, you know what? Either way, it's if it it's either going to happen. If it's God's plan, it yep. will happen. If it's not God's plan, it's not going to happen. And mm. if it's not God's plan. You don't want it to happen because it's only going to take you further away from him. Totally. So you kind of get to a point where you're like, actually, what am I freaking out about? Like, yeah, totally. Now, whenever, like I was praying against the book deal. So the day I knew Penguin were meeting to make a call, I was mm. praying against it. I was like, please, God, I don't want this book deal. Please, I beg you, wow. take this book deal away unless it is 100% your plan for my life. And so wow. when it happened, I'm like, oh, cool. it. Same with this film. I was praying against it when it kind of came up as a conversation. Like, I do not want this. Mm. And so when it happened, I'm like, okay, it must be a God thing. That's it. And it just, you get so much more peaceful about everything.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Oh, so cool, man. (laughs) I guess, oh, well, my next question was, what were your signs? Because I'd like to say that this is a God dream. Mm. You know, that. let's go filmmaking. Go 10,000 dreams. Yeah. We'll go the film. Mm-hmm. Then we'll go with the book now, all of these are God dreams mm. Because you know These dreams couldn't have happened yeah. Without them Yes The orchestrator um, of, of all creativity Has placed this in your hand mm. And so I guess Yeah You've kind of already talked about it, But if there's anything more What were the signs That this was a God dream Why filmmaking You know Why it couldn't have been mm. You know chemistry
1: I oh, don't know man I feel like I actually have no idea why filmmaking is so weird. I can't Mm. remember why that was ever a thing. Um, I think if it doesn't go away and you always feel that feeling inside of, I need to write a book or like I felt for years, I need to write a book. I should write a book. Yeah. But I just didn't, I'm dyslexic. So I didn't believe I would ever write a book. I couldn't write till I was like 20. So (laughs) physically like write? I just couldn't put sentences together. My mum wrote all my essays at school at uni. She would write and I'd stand next to her and tell her what to write. And wow. I would have, um, I did my exams in private rooms with a teacher reading out the questions to me. So I genuinely, writing a book seemed so outrageous. Yeah. Eight years ago. Um, but there was always this nagging feeling of, you're going to write a book, you're going to write a book. Awesome. And I think that's when you know God's prompting it. If for years, it doesn't go away. Um, especially if you pray against it I think that's the best way I've now learned That's why I tell everyone now If they're going on a date Pray against it Please wow. give me discernment I do not want to be dating this chick Unless you've put it in my life And I feel like when you pray against something And if it's not God He'll mm-hmm. take it away Or he'll make it clear that you shouldn't be You know Yeah, totally Because usually you'll pray for Please help this girl to love me Please help and, To make you feel good yes, for what you want And then, then you could go down the wrong hole But you don't realize it because you're so desperately wanting that job or wanting this thing. It's like job interview, pray against it. God will make it so clear. And if it doesn't happen, you go, cool, thank you. Mm. And if it does happen, you go, oh, cool. I feel peace now because I was praying against that. Totally. So that would be a big sign for me now is that's kind of my mindset now Mm. towards a lot of things. Um,
0: And I guess some even more... Even more helpful language, like not even necessarily pray against like, God, I pray this doesn't happen unless you put your hand on it. That's, that's, the, that's the prayer and that's the mm. hope. But even just saying, God, would you reveal yourself in this yes. situation? Can you
1: discernment, help yeah. me to feel peace or yeah, to totally. feel like this is not. Yeah, because like yeah. yeah.
0: I think um, there's a pastor in my old church when I took up my very first um, youth working job who had told me, Sam, you got to know if this is a, a good opportunity or a God opportunity. Is this opportunity going to make you feel good or do things that you want to do because it sounds good. Yeah. It sounds amazing for you. Or is this a God opportunity that he's going to use this platform? to not elevate you, but elevate who he is. Mm. And I was just like, I just sat with that for so long. And, um, yeah, it's probably the biggest piece of advice I'd ever give someone yeah. in regards to discerning something yeah, or discerning, yeah. Discerning a job, discerning a dream, that relationship, um, and even for me, um, I won't get a tattoo now unless Holy Spirit's released me to. Mm. And I also, um, not many people know, or I guess a lot of people do, I don't know, but I also don't drink. Mm. Um, I've never had a drop of alcohol in my life, and I didn't. Really? I, yeah. That's so cool. It's, it's interesting, I, it's weird. But I really like that. And um, it's just one of those things as well that I don't think I would ever do it unless I felt released by Holy Spirit. Mm. And these are just two things in my life that I'm trusting with, with him at the moment. But I guess I want every single decision of every single day to be like that. Mm. God, do you want to buy me? Do you want me to buy this coffee this morning? <laughs> you know, do you want me to drive down this particular road? Like each and every day, each and every decision, I can't wait for the point where I just entrust God with all of that. Mm. And actually feel released every single time because how much um I'm just letting him pilot my life. Yeah. So yeah, I love that you do that with every opportunity you have, man.
1: Thank you, man. Well, I know with my first feature film, I prayed every single day for it to be one of the greatest films ever made. For me to win an Oscar, twenty three, like yeah. religiously every day, I'd pray to be the greatest filmmaker of all. It was all about me. Yeah, and I'm like that's so dangerous. No wonder the thing bombed. It was just all about my ego, the whole whole operation. Wow. <laughs> and now I'm like, I don't want to be an Oscar winning director, unless God makes that path available. Yeah. Like, it, cause it wouldn't be worth it. I now know what it's like to pursue something that's not of God. Yeah. It only brings pain and loneliness and anxiety. And it's like, it's not worth it, man. Like I totally don't want it anymore at all. Yeah. It's totally, man. Only this year though, have I got to a place where I
0: can actually say that confidently. And yeah. So good. That's so sick. In that, what do you think? Like, I guess, um, what are God's dreams for us versus our dreams? What is the difference? Mm. You know?
1: I feel like God's dreams will be less about you and the ego and more around others and more around bringing others to him and bringing hope into the world. Whereas your dreams, a lot of the time, are usually around getting famous or being mega successful or rich. or You know? And I don't think there's anything wrong with that. Like you should have drive and determination. And if you're going to do something, do it well. If you want to be a rugby player, be an all black. Like yeah. God's not saying, no, you can't, you know, if you're Christian, you have to just be mediocre. God wants you to excel. Like yeah. there should be Christian presidents. The biggest artist in the world should be Christian. God wants that. That's why he gives us gifts. And I think a lot of Christians use, use God as an excuse to not put in work. And there's something I've, I've struggled with for years is hearing a lot of Christians be like, "Oh, I wanted to do this, but you know, it didn't really work out, or someone turned me down once, So I think God made it clear I should change my career 100, or stop pursuing my dream, and just call me to, you know." And it's like, no, yeah. like you know, just push harder, unless God really is making it clear, and you know, you're doing it for the wrong reasons. But if your heart is in it, it's like, um. And I think a lot of people use, um, it's easier for a rich man to go through, uh, rich, easier for a camel to go through the eye of the needle than a rich man to go to heaven. And yeah. they take that as being rich is bad. You yep. never have money. Christians should not have money. But no, that's more about idolizing money. Yeah. It's about the heart. We should have rich Christians if they're going to bless, bless people and use that money to fund the kingdom. Amazing. Yeah. You know, we should have billionaire Christians. It's just when it's all about money and that's the idol and that's what you're serving. That's when it's bad. So I think when your dream is not an idol, and then I would say it's a God dream. So I'm still chasing film. I still want to be a great filmmaker. Yeah, But it's more about now using that platform for God's purpose rather than me just being famous and, you know, having paparazzi, which it was for years. Um, so I, I know, I think you, I feel like you're way more peaceful when it's a God thing and you're way more anxious when it's your thing. And you, you, you know, it's hustle, hustle, grind, grind with God. It's kind of like, just trust them, you know, do your best, work hard. Like that, that doesn't mean don't work hard, oh, totally. but God will take
0: care of the rest. Like, you know, yeah. Just taking a quick break to have a drink of water. Same. Sponsored by New Zealand spring water. Five star half rating. <clears> that yeah, what it did to go down the, the wrong cough. pipe. <laughs> cough number three. <laughs> Dang, why are you counting? <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh man, I shouldn't have eaten my Weet-Bix before we started.
0: Yeah, and you know what? I should. I should have eaten my. I had a couple. <laughs> you were not gonna eat that at all. Well, I'm gonna put it back in the microwave. Full disclosure, <laughs> I need warm milk in my cereal. I'm built different. See, I appreciate that you bought Milo cereal. To kind yeah, and of I don't eat cereal bite
1: because I know you're never going to touch that again. Oh, probably not. No. <laughs> and he's not even going to touch the bowl sitting right in front of him that has been untouched for twenty minutes.
0: Well, in my head, I thought we were going to eat while we yarn, but you know, it's just—it's a distraction. So, I really, I am jealous you have finished your cereal. Yeah. Because the bite I did have tasted really good. Tastes like a warm, you know, milkshake. I guess it's a hot chocolate, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's Milo. hundred percent. It's Milo cereal. There we go. Oh, man. What do you think stops people from searching for a dream? What, what do you think has killed it for some people? Um, I think a lot of people in the world are chasing other people's
1: dreams. Wow. So I think most people don't actually have dreams. They are chasing their friend's dreams or their parent's dreams or what they think the right thing to chase is. So I kind of use it and something in the book I've talked about is stop karaokeing dreams, write Your original songs. Because wow. I feel like most people are karaoke-ing other people's dreams. Um, so, you know, if all your mates are like, I want to be an all-black at school, you'll be like, oh, yeah, yeah, I play rugby at lunch. Yeah, I want to be an all-black too. And so then you go, okay, I'll go chase being an all-black. But maybe that wasn't what you were actually passionate about. And yeah. that wasn't what God called you to do. Um, that's why... of filmmakers in the world will never make it because most of them just want to be famous and they think it'll be easy and they'll hang out with celebrities all day. And that's not the case. That's why most of them pull out after five years or two years. um, The ones that make it are the ones that actually call to it. Because if you're really passionate, you'll stick it out. You'll fight for it. I would have quit 10,000 dreams on the fourth day if I didn't have passion for dreams. If it was 10,000... Ice cream flavors, which was the original idea, actually. Was actually <laughs> yeah. Oh my goodness! And then we realized that would have no legs at all. <laughs> if it was that, I would have quit after a week. There's no way I would have spent half my life, quarter of my life. I'll say half my life, a quarter of my <laughs> life. Please, yeah, please, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> half my life. Um, no, there's no way because I'm not passionate about ice cream. That even cereal, I love cereal, but ten thousand cereals, ugh. That's a lot. It'd be bo- I wouldn't want to do it. I wouldn't stick it out. Dreams is genuinely my passion. That's why I'm sticking it out. And I know I will stick it out. So I think, and I think why people don't go searching for their dream is because people don't believe they can actually do it. Because we have teachers that tell us, these are the jobs you have in front of you. You must be a lawyer or accountant. Not saying those are bad. If your dream is to be an accountant, Amazing. One of my good mates is an accountant and loves his job.
0: That's how I get paid, to
1: be fair, so. Yeah. Awesome. For me, I would never want to be an accountant. But it's because we're all wired differently. Totally. You know? Um, And so I think if you go up with parents that aren't pushing you to chase your dreams or saying, you can't be an all black, get a real job, you'll start to believe it. And then you'll go, yeah, yeah, okay, right. Dreams don't happen. Dream, only a lucky few get to live their dream. But we're all geniuses at something we're all born to do something great and great doesn't mean fame and fortune i've learned that recently yeah great could be a great father a great mother you know i think we always think that unless the world knows your name you're not great you're not going to be a great person unless you're in history books or you know but yeah bro i'm very lucky that my parents pushed me to chase my dreams come on totally that's why i'm chasing my dream now
0: what do your brothers do because i I see you, mm. I'm like, wow, Fraser's one in a million. No, no, we're all one, that's the thing, we're yeah. all one in a million. I just happened
1: to find what I wanted to do when I was yeah. young.
0: Are you ready for cough number four? Do it. <clears throat> I'll make you feel better. I think it's the milk. <coughs> oh, thanks, bro. You know, gotcha. the milk. Just you know, closing up the old throat. <laughs> but you know, yeah, so you got you got film stuff and- yeah. What, Tom also does some free yeah, bro, stuff? Yeah, well,
1: bro, well, he, he's killing it as a music photographer in the yeah. hip-hop scene in New Zealand, man.
0: Genuinely mental. He's, he's seeing one of my friends this week. Yeah. Um, and he filmed another one of my friends at Parachute. Yeah, um, he's
1: actually becoming one of the names, the go-to names in hip-hop, man. Yeah, bro. Um, he's found his thing, because he initially wanted to be a golfer. And my dad's a pro golfer. So he until he was probably like 16, 17, he wanted to be a pro golfer. Is Gasser a golfer? Like he was pro. before he was on PGA, yeah. Wow. Before becoming a pastor, he was proper like full time job as being a golf pro. Traveled wow, Australasia, everything, Asia on the PGA.
0: Were you on the scene at all? No, it was time? before we were born, and oh, yeah. then
1: when we were born, that's when he stepped away from it. Um, wow, so I think seeing that, um, and also having an uncle that um, got an uncle that's quite a well known actor in England, I think seeing. People in my family, kind of living out their dreams mm. in quite drastic ways, has kind of given me that confidence too. Of it can happen, you know, it awesome. is possible for anyone. Um, but anyway, yeah, my brother's killing it because he's found his thing. It went golf, then it went acting, then he became um, an editor work for me. But now he's found music, which was always his passion. Yeah, um, and now it, he's found a man. I think he'll be a massive music video director. Awesome. Given like two years. I reckon he'll be a global... Wow. Bit. Like, he's genuinely got insane talent. It's, and you yeah. can see, once you find your passion, you just run differently, bro. That's it. You just... You can go all night. You can... It yeah. suddenly changes. You, you, you're happy to wake up at 4 a.m. because you've found a passion. Um, and then my younger brother, Ben, is studying 3D animation, and he's top of his class. He's found his wow. thing. And Harry's a teacher. My youngest, youngest brother is a teacher, man. Awesome. An amazing teacher.
0: But they have other stuff too, right? So Ben cafe uh not
1: anymore. not anymore he was a barista yes. um
0: but no he's full-time study now and then harry has has a crazy dream yeah. um i remember i oh, what was it i do rem- nasa no is that not a thing no man i don't no i don't think any of the brothers had a I swear, oh, no, never mind. Probably someone else. I'm just a fake fan, bro, sorry. You I have I not going somewhere. watched a
1: single dream, have you?
0: Zero. You know what? I haven't even watched my own. <laughs> I saw you tagged me yet. haven't watched it. brought it up before. Liked it, shared it, didn't watch. <laughs> How good. But I love, I love that you touch on um, the idea that we're too busy chasing other people's dreams. Mm. It's like the body of Christ. Yeah. You know, it's his kingdom. There is, like, it's the body of Christ because each part of our bodies was called to do something different than the other yes like my foot was never called to do what my mouth does (laughs) that's a weird you know no comparison but it's true like my foot can't taste it can't do anything yeah but it's even this analogy of like i'm wearing a watch and the function of my watch is to tell the time Mm. but i also have i have to wear glasses because i'm pretty blind yeah but you know if i if i took my glasses off and put them on my wrist Mm -hmm. Sure, they got a Kanye-esque vibe to it, <laughs> it's hipster ass. but it's not actually serving the purpose it was made for. No. You know, and my eyes are now tired because I'm too busy mm. trying to focus on things I can't without yes. the very thing that helps me see. Yeah. And, you know, when we're too busy trying to chase other people's purposes and dreams, they get so tired mm. because they're too busy focusing on something that someone else is called to do and actually not focusing yes. on the dreams that God has put on their lives and the purpose that he has for them. Too. you know? Have you ever put a
1: pizza in a fridge and try to heat it up? No, because no it wouldn't way. heat up in a fridge. No way. Because everything in the kitchen has a purpose. That's it. So if you're a toaster but you're trying to act like an oven, it's not going to work. Yeah. You're, you're going to spend your life thinking you're a failure. That's it. But you're not a failure. You just haven't found what your purpose was.
0: That's it. And and sure, you're, you're pretty close to an oven. Yes. You're heating something I up. I should have
1: said fridge because oven and microwave are very close. But, but that's a good point. It's you like, know? say you're an incredible table tennis player. Yeah. And you love it. It's your passion in life. But you're like, well, no one ends up rich playing table tennis mm. because it's not a huge sport. Do you go, well, okay, well, I'll try to be a tennis player. Then it's basically the same thing. Yeah. And then you end up spending your life trying to be a pro tennis player because you think you'll become Roger Federer. That's it. But it's like, dude, you could be in the Roger Federer of table tennis, but you spent ten years doing this, and now it's too late, and now you're too old, and you know, yeah. now you've missed out that boat that you had, yeah, because you just wanted to be more famous or make more money. Yeah, it's like sometimes the thing God calls you to won't be glamorous and sexy, but
0: it will be right for you. Yeah, it's like it's going down the the narrow road rather than the wide one mm. because the wide one is easy and it's comfortable. Yeah. Um, But it's the one that everyone else is going down. Yeah. Um, But actually, you'll be discontent. Um, Whereas if you go down the narrow road, sure, there's a journey that's hard because you have to work for it. But I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. You know, though I go through the valley of the shadow of death. You know, it's it's all these things that through the narrow road, there is purpose at the end of the tunnel. Mm. There's a sense of knowing that you're in a place and season that God's called you to be because of... You've entrusted him with this season. And I think this there's a quote, very three-worded quote. It's served the season.
1: Mm.
0: You know, God's hand isn't, isn't not upon you because you're going through a time that you feel like he's a bit absent, but his hand is even more there because he knows what's happening. And mm. actually, um, sometimes the situations that we go through isn't God punishing us, but it's preparing us yeah. for what's next and preparing yeah. us for actually there's a time that he calls us for. And this is a season that's going to equip us with the tools we need in order to outwork his purpose and, and his love in the next season.
1: Yeah, bro. It's As, like I didn't realize till recently that David, after f- defeating Goliath, went back to being a shepherd. Yeah. I thought he just became king straight away. It turns out for years <laughs> yeah. he went back to being a shepherd, for years before he became king. That's it. And you always think, like, yeah. And it's just like timing, man. Like, God's timing is also think God is, God is never late. He's always on time, or something. Yeah. So you might think he's late, but no, he just just time's wrong. And I look back, and I'm like, if I won an Oscar at
0: 23, ah, oh, uh, <laughs> a bad word. I don't know. <laughs> That's fair, totally, man. Like, and it's so fair to acknowledge. Um, and it's <laughs> hindsight, right? I I like I hate looking. I love it, but I hate looking back and thinking. You know, if I got my way at this particular time, or if I got what I thought I wanted or needed because of where I was at and what I think I deserved, Mm. then I would be a completely different person on a completely different journey, serving um, my own intentions rather than God's purpose. Yeah, Dude, it's like um, I was
1: trying to get Richie McCall's dream for years Mm. and got turned down like multiple times from his team. And could never get in Tonda. I'd film like all the other All Blacks. He was just the one I could never get. <laughs> and it seemed like, okay, maybe I'm not going to get Richie McCullough. So I kind of gave up on it. And then an opportunity this year came up to film a music video with him and the Wiggles down at Christchurch. And I ended up, ended up sparing, spending the whole day with him. And I filmed his stream, and literally spent the whole day with him. Wow. Um, and I'm like, cool. This is so worth the four and a half years it took to get this. I wanted it four years ago. And I was desperate to get it four years ago. But it was so much cooler spending a day and actually talking to him and now having that conversation rather than just... So it's like, yeah, no. I don't look back now and go, oh, man, that was a horrible four years. No, I'm like, oh, thank goodness I didn't get it four years ago because I probably wouldn't have got it now. It would have been a different experience. Totally. So you just look back and you're like, yeah, I'm all good waiting.
0: You know. So good. And that was all... What stops people from searching their dream? You know what? To even summarize that answer, what stops people from, f- from searching their dream when they're too busy f- focusing on the that one thing, when they're too busy focusing on other people's dreams, yeah, when they're too busy chasing their own agenda, and when they're too impatient to wait? Yeah. No? Three key things. That's it, bro. Oh, bro, just to finish on, like having a summary of God's dreams for us and his plans and his purpose for us, I guess, and you've talked about this, Already, but as how, how do I entrust God with the dream that he has for me? How do I actually give it to him? You know, it's all well and good to know that he sees me. He knows me. He loves me. I'm worthy. I'm made in his image. Mm. But how is it that that I actually say, you know, God, this is yours. Bro, well, I only learned
1: that by going through very low points in life. And realizing that mm. I need God, like I don't care. You know, I almost had yeah. to chase my own dreams and fail at it to know that God's... And then I also had to experience God's dreams happening, you yeah. Because it's hard until you actually see some of the fruit yeah. to know, ah, oh, yeah, God's in this. So it's a tough question, man, because it totally... Everyone's on a different journey. I'm not going to sit here and say, go sacrifice everything and just... Quit your job, go do this, and just chase God's dream for your life because yeah. that's so optimistic. Way too optimistic. Optimistic. optimistic, <laughs> <laughs> Optimistic for a lot of people. Yeah, yeah. You know? And a lot of people will be like, dude, I can't do that. It's so unreasonable. I've got four kids. I'm not going to just go and." So it's a hard one to answer. Yeah. All I can say is God's dreams are bigger than your dreams. And I really would hope and pray that at some point in your life, God would make that clear to you and you would allow him. Wow. You would take that risk, and you would have faith that He will take over.
0: So good. Even in Proverbs sixteen three says, "Commit to the Lord whatever you do, and mm. He will establish your plans." Yeah, there it is. You know, but I even read that, and I think He will establish your plans. Uh huh.
1: Mm. You know,
0: He's going to establish the plans He has in you. Yeah.
1: And the thing is, you want His plan. That's yeah. the thing. It's easy to think, "Oh, if I'm going to give it to God, I'm just going to have to go on a mission field, yeah. or I'm just going to have to give all my money away." And yeah. No, it might be that, Yeah. but it might not be too. It, it's, not, it's always going to be the better path. And even if he does send you on a mission field, you'll feel so much more fulfillment That's than it. you ever would being a billionaire chasing your own thing.
0: Yeah. yeah. Even in another message, message I heard, um, there was a few steps as to um, what God dreams are. And the, the, the pastor said, get a plan, but write it down in pencil. Because, you know like <laughs> Write down in pencil You know There's a tentative plans Yeah but you know God's gonna come in and, and look at it Maybe erase this word Erase this part And write down in, in pen The established calling He has within that Fighter plan mm. I'm like wow It's just so cool To know that
1: Dude I love that Yeah Write it in
0: pencil Write it in pencil bro <laughs> Damn Cause Twink's expensive <laughs> Twink is very expensive Twink looks ugly too dang well Fraser I just I want to be able to put myself in your shoes right now as we're on the podcast to say the famous line that you say in every single Instagram video you (laughs) post and let's con let's give this some context so what I want you to say is your dream for the next coming months okay you're outworking your dream right now do you
1: want me to be specific as or more broad as like a because I feel like I've already touched on I want God's dreams. Yeah, totally. I, but I feel like for this question, I should be more specific. Yeah, be kinda, specific.
0: Yeah. I'm also going to time it because you allow people to have a minute. Yes. So I'm going to time it just in case. So are you ready? Yes. Let's get the camera set up.
1: Louie, my girlfriend asked me this last night. Oh, so really? I am prepared for this answer. <laughs> Sick. Oh, he's filming it. <laughs> I'm
0: filming it too, right? I'm going to do the whole, I'm just on my phone. The drunk Fraser style coming out. That's it. Fraser, <laughs> what's
1: your dream? Um, well, my dream is I have a book coming out next year, and the deadline is December the 17th of this year. And I want that book to change at least one person's life. And I want to see that book at Wick Cole's, open it and go, no regrets. I put my heart and soul into this. This is God's plan for my life. I gave it to him. And I wrote a book that honors him and doesn't serve me. Um, that's my dream right now. But also, I want to be a freaking epic boyfriend to my new missus. <laughs> new, on the body, on the body, new missus. Well, oh, bro, we that was so
0: good. Thank you, bro. <laughs> I and mean, you want to get coffee after? I feel like there's always bloopers afterwards. or oh, not bloopers, just sort of. Yes, you're you still rolling. rolling. You're just I'm still keep, rolling. This is yeah. how it works. So you good, bro. Ro- oh no, stop! <laughs> I've stopped now. Stop I'll now. just keep holding for like an awkward
1: amount of time until you start <laughs> feeling the room change.
0: Totally, I think <laughs> sometimes you can actually see that in the videos you post.
1: Is <laughs> Garen restream tonight? Like ten seconds of it at the end is just me like, a- Oh you still rolling?
0: Oh, we're still rolling. Oh yeah, we're still. <laughs>
1: I totally thought that. Oh, that's kind of funny though. I yeah, that that's cool. That's that the whole point I was just saying
0: about the bloopers
1: <laughs> 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 not knowing that you're still rolling. <laughs> Oh sorry
0: about that. No, I, no street. No, I'm it was it was actually I'm so good. Now. <laughs> it was so good. And Fraser, I guess the, the very last thing that I needed to say to you was.